Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Does anyone else know that God has been good to you? Does anyone else know beside me that the Lord has been good? And can you truly say today, can you say that you are too blessed by the best to be stressed with some mess? Can you say it this morning? Let's get ready to have some hand clapping. Let us have some toe tapping, no napping type of song services this day. Bless us, dear Lord. Our Father, which art in heaven, Lord, we come to you now, recognizing that you've been so good to us. Lord, you've been better to us than we could ever be to ourselves. And Lord, for that, we thank you. We thank you for bringing us thus far. Lord, we thank you for the yesterdays. We thank you for today. And dear Lord, we thank you for tomorrow. Now, dear Lord, as we hear the word preached, as we hear the songs sing, be with us, dear Lord, that these words would help us be better in our relationship with you. Walk with us now and talk with us and lead us and guide us down the pathway of righteousness for your name's sake. God, we thank you. These precious crowns, we do pray them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. Let us all say amen. Amen one time for the Father. Amen one time for the Son. Amen one time for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Bless us now. This morning, because he's worthy. Here we go, y'all. Everybody knows this. Oh, give thanks. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Yes, he is good.
Good morning. Good morning, K Chapel. God is good, isn't he? Today's scripture will be taken from the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 1 through 5. And I'll be reading from the New International Version. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because thou, Christ, through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit, who gives life, has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because of, of was, it was weakened by the flesh. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinless, sinful, sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled met in us. Who do the live, who do not live according to the fresh flesh, but according to the spirit? Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in according to the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. God's word for God's people. Let us pray. Most gracious eternal Father. This morning, Father, we rose to the change in what has appeared to be time. And as time has changed, Father, we realize that as most things do, we adjust and move forward with the things that we can see. But the one thing that we can now know, Father, that as time has changed around us, mm. one thing that we do realize that you never change. My God, my God. We can realize, Father, that through the times of things around us, Father, Though we go through things that we can see before us, and though we realize through despair and all the things that happen around us and before us, you never change. Through the dark days and through the hard times, Father, you never change. Yes. Through the rough roads and all the things that pile up against us, Father, you, you never change. Mm. And today, Father, as we go through this service, we ask that you allow us to change. Mm. Change our hearts and our minds that we can now build new ways and new traditions, Father, that as we go through this month of Thanksgiving, they renew our spirits in knowing how to become better servants to you. How we can usher our hearts and minds through ourselves to help others become more like you how we can become better servitudes to be like your son Jesus who died for our sins, that we can become more like your son Jesus who died that we will have true rights to the tree of life. And this day, Father, as we begin now through this service, I ask that you allow us to look up to these days as we can become now better people to use this day as a day of beginning beginning to understand how we can be better servants, better Christians, Father, and better service to those around us. Yes. That as we leave this place, that we can become more like the person who's around us, Father. Praise him. That we not only become better Christians, Father, but we become better leaders. That we become better leaders in this community to become better leaders in the world. And as far as we become better leaders, we become better people to those who we now need more than ever. 
I ask now, Father, those who are in this church, as we walk out these doors, Father, we love one another as you have loved us. Yes, sir. Teach us to become better lovers to all those around us. Take the word from our servant today, Father. Thank you for our pastor and all the things he's going to give us today. That the word that you have given him, that you teach us how to use those words for the betterment of this kingdom. Teach us to become lovers of all things around us. And use these days for days to become better. This is our way and this is your world. Teach us to become better people of it. We thank you for being our God and allowing us to be your children. And thank you for being a God who cares for all things around us. These words we ask your son, Jesus' name we do pray. And now we ask your son, amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. The deacon said the times have changed, but God is ever the same. Amen. Can we have a little church, everybody? Everybody ought to hold to his hand, to my God.
both hands together and bless the Lord in here. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. We give God glory, honor, and praise for this is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and exceedingly glad. Exceedingly glad means you ought not let nobody steal your smile. Exceedingly glad means you ought to have some joy in your heart right now. Exceedingly glad means you ought not let dark clouds steal your joy. But whatever's going on in your world and in your life, you come this morning to give God glory, to give God worship, to give God praise. We're exceedingly glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together for God is great and he is greatly to be praised. Welcome to November, y'all. It's November. God be praised. God be praised. It'll soon be Christmas. It'll soon be 2023. Amen. God is a good God. Has God been faithful to you? Has God been faithful to you down through the years? God has certainly been good. God has certainly been good. We want to wish our November babies a happy birthday this morning. If you have a birthday in the month of November, won't you stand to your feet and let us celebrate you this morning. All of our November babies, God bless you. Good to see y'all this morning. Happy birthday, November. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Happy birthday, November. richly smile upon you and give you many, many more birthdays. I want to wish a very special happy birthday to my godmother, my godmother, Aunt Ruth, who's watching probably up in Gary, Indiana right now. God bless you, godmama. God bless you. Happy birthday to you. Amen. Ain't you glad to have a godmama? Amen. Amen. God bless you. If you got one, if you got a good one, amen, like I do have, I thank God for her. Happy birthday to all of our November birthday babies. Also, we're going to be celebrating we're going to be celebrating Veterans Day uh, later this week. Do we have any veterans in the house? Any veterans? Any veterans? If you've served, God bless you. Come on, let's celebrate our veterans. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. All of our veterans. God bless you. Good to see you. We thank God for you and your service. We're celebrating Veterans Day on Friday the 11th. And we thank God for your service. You know, the word for today, we're, we're, we're in our series, Words to Live By. And our word for today is free free amen and we certainly thank God for the freedoms of our country but we know that these freedoms did not come freely but because men and women in uniform have served uh, our, our country and served our nation so we salute you to all of our veterans also we want to remind you uh, that we live in a country uh, where we celebrate not only our veterans but we celebrate the privilege and the, and the uh, right of voting amen Amen. Amen. We got some business to take care of on Tuesday, y'all. Amen. Amen. And though we have gone back one hour today, uh, there are some who want to take us back a few more hours, a few more years, a few more decades even, uh, as evidenced by the uh, Supreme Court rulings that have come down. Affirmative action is on the chopping block. Voting rights have been gutted in, in many instances, and so we've got some business we got to take care of. So we invite each of you and implore each of you to go out and do your duty.
this Tuesday, this Tuesday, November 8th, go to the polls and vote. Amen. Don't sit it out, y'all. I know it's. I know you're not voting for a president, but listen, uh, if you don't vote for the folk we need to vote for, the president can't do nothing. I wish y'all would talk to me in here. Yeah, so go, go take care of your responsibility. Vote, vote. I can't tell you who to vote for, but I can tell you, make sure that you go and vote. Amen. And then take somebody with you if you can. Amen. Take somebody with you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, we also celebrate the fact that one of our own is uh, on the ballot this, this uh, election cycle. I'm going to ask Deacon uh, Guy, Deacon Brian Guy. I know, yeah, there he is. God bless you. Come on. God bless you. Let's celebrate him this morning. Deacon Guy, we're in, the, we're in the straightaway now. We're in the stretch. Amen. Tell them what you need them to do. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor and uh, pastoral staff. Good morning, Kate. Good to see each and every one of you. It has been a while for me. I have been out canvassing. Well, look, at this late date in this election, Tuesday is it. So I'm sure you've heard from the others. Now it's time to hear from me again. Now, there are a couple of points that I want to leave you with, one of which is this. No one in this race that's a candidate for Hines County Circuit Judge has a connection with the current judge. That judge is Circuit Judge Tommy Green. I've had the privilege of serving as a law clerk for her, where I drafted opinions related to um, PERS, disability, unemployment, those sorts of things. And then as well as handled uh, those civil and criminal matters. Now, the second thing is that no one in this race has served as a judge as long as I have. I've had the privilege of serving as a special judge in youth court for well over 10 years. It's probably been a little bit longer than that because I served with Judge um, Skinner, Judge Priester, Judge McDaniels, and I currently serve with Judge Hicks. So if integrity, experience, and commitment are important to you, then I'm your guy, all right? All right, all right. <laughs> so as the pastor just said, this election is very important. If for no other reason that you vote for someone that you know, all right? So I want to leave you all with that. Please go vote on Tuesday. Take someone with you. And if you can't vote for me, tell all your cousins, your neighbors, friends, whomever, and take someone if you need to. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We're certainly praying for you, Deacon Guy. We thank God for you, Deacon Guy. We bless God for you, Deacon Guy. Deacon Guy, Deacon Guy. I can't tell you who to vote for, but that's my guy. Guy, guy, Deacon Guy, Deacon Guy. I can't tell you who to vote for. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, we're also excited for two things, two things that are going on that are new here uh, that we want you to take part of. Sunday school doesn't have to be on Sunday, y'all. Amen. We learned that by, by going through this pandemic. We started doing different things, untraditional things, thinking out of the box, how we can connect with you and, and different resources that we can make available to you. And so Sunday school doesn't have to be on Sunday. We are pressing into a new virtual uh, Sunday school on Tuesday nights. Amen. On Tuesday nights, virtually. Amen. We want you to go to the K Chapel website, the new K Chapel website, kchapel.org, and sign up and register for this session. This is let me see, did, did we have it on there? Do we have the, the name of the session? Sister Green, Dr. Green, are you in here? Dr. Green, Dr. Green, okay. I, I, I put it on Facebook and I forgot the name of it just that quickly. It's something about defeating hurry. I forget the name of it. Is it someone, who is that? 
Okay, all right. But listen, go online because it's online. Go to the website. It's on the website, and it's going to be a wonderful study. That starts this Tuesday. It starts this Tuesday. So we want you to be a part of that. Also, on next Sunday, next Sunday we're doing something very unique here that hasn't been done. Uh, I'm going to say even in the city of Jackson, the Mississippi Symphony Orchestra is collaborating uh, with our musical staff and, and other musicians throughout the city. We're going to have a musical celebration, symphony in the community right here uh, at 3 p.m. Beginning, beginning Sunday, next Sunday, 3 p.m., uh, the symphony orchestra along with our music staff, uh, I believe the Tougaloo College Concert uh, Chorale is going to be here. Uh, Tanae Sanders, Fifth Child, going to be a lot of other people here. We're going to celebrate music. We're going to celebrate the human uh, experience together. And then we're going to pray. Amen. Amen. I, I know y'all weren't expecting that. I say we're going to pray because, listen, all these folk coming to the church, and we're not going to lose who we are. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. We, we, we are the church. Amen. Amen. And we're praying that it, that it is a wonderful celebration of community. It is a free gift to the city of Jackson, free gift to the community of Jackson. We invite each of you to be a part of that. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. We're coming now. Reverend, uh, before you come, wait a minute, get one more announcement. Uh, he was whispering something in my ear and I said, no, nah, I ain't going to tell it. You're going to tell it. Amen. You're going to tell that, and then I'm also going to, while you're coming, let me celebrate 56 years. Uh, Deacon Thornton and Sister Thornton have been married 56 years, y'all. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Congratulations to you. Amen. Good morning, K Chapel. Bailey Ben, will you stand, please? If you're in the sanctuary, stand up. Bailey. If you don't know Bailey Ben, come down front just a little bit so everybody can see you. She's my granddaughter. And I just want to let you know, now this is something she would never tell you, but she made the All-State Choir at Madison Middle School. I just wanted everybody to see you. That's far enough. That's far enough. <laughs> well, I did say come down front, didn't I? <laughs> Thank you, baby. We appreciate it. <laughs> he called her down. She came on. Didn't she? You don't want to come. Don't call her. Good morning, Kay Chapel. Well, we got so many important uh, uh, parts in our service today. We come to another one. And I say that because right now it's tithes and offering time. It's tithes and offering time. This is the time where we all get the opportunity now to bless the Lord through our giving. We're here at Kay Chapel. We do understand that fully worshiping God includes giving. There are primarily three reasons why we give here at K Chapel. First, we give because it demonstrates our obedience to God's word. And the second reason why we give is because it's a sign of giving thanksgiving to God, so supplying all our needs throughout our lives every day. And the third reason we give is because we simply want to see the kingdom of God grow that through the city that occur here at K Chapel. 
student mission and ministry that occur here through our city, through our state, and even around the world through KHF. Now, there are multiple ways in which you can give. You can give by use of the traditional envelope system. You can mail it in, or you can come by and drop it by the office. Or you can use the K-Chapel app. Now, for those of you that have joined us by way of live stream, you too can bless the Lord through your giving by utilizing the number that's on your screen. So how much you give, and whichever way you decide to give, we do encourage you to do so without grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a God bless you.
Dear Father, for these many gifts, we thank you. We ask that we bless those who gave me, who had the heart to give, but had not. That these gifts be used for the building of your kingdom and all things that we came within this church. We ask your blessing upon your son. In Jesus' name we do pray. In our hearts we give thanks by saying now. Amen. Amen. Good morning again, K Chapel. There are those that are in need of your prayers. And we ask that you continue to keep all of our bereaved families in your prayers. We ask that you continue to pray for the Winter family. Church, we lost another member last night, Sister Dolores Robinson. Sister Robinson was the grandmother of Sister Mary, uh, Maria and Tiffany Robinson. Funeral arrangements are incomplete at this time and will be shared with you as they are made known to us. Sister Maggie Stanton lost her brother, Mr. John A. Buchanan. The service of Mr. Buchanan was held on Wednesday, November 2nd in Natchez, Mississippi. We ask that you continue to pray for Sister Wilma Jean Chaffee, who is in rehab in Canton, Mississippi, Brother Deacon Cornelius Story, who is in the VA nursing home, and also Brother Benny Larry. We have recovering at home Representative Alice Clark, Sister Catherine Kilpatrick, Sister Gloria Greer, Brother Levi McBride, Brother Al Levy, Sister Sharon Turner Davis, and Brother Sammy Henderson. We also have the Gross family asking for prayer for two of their family members, Sister Hannah Bowie and Mr. Henry Lee Davis, who is in ICU at UMC. Also asking uh, for prayer is LaVenice Clark, the granddaughter of Representative Alice Clark, Brother Al Buchanan, and Mr. R.T. Case, the brother of Sister Mary Bell. We ask that as you travel during the week, pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day what? Amen. Thank you, church. Praise the Lord. The scripture was, there is now therefore no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but who walk after the spirit. And I, I love that the, the theme is that because of Christ, we're free. We're free. There was a time we couldn't praise the Lord. I said there was a time where we couldn't praise the Lord. But now you're free. As a matter of fact, there was a, there was a time that we were condemned to die. Eternal life in hell. But you're free. <laughs> but you're free. You missed your shout. But you're free. You're free.
my shackles. Traded shackles for my Savior's joy. <laughs> Free to lift my hands. Free to lift my hands and worship God. I am free. Again, say free. I am free. I am free. Sin and death no longer hold me back. Sin and death no longer hold me back. I'm free to live a life. I'm free to live a life that honors him. <laughs> I am free. I am free. I am free. I am free. I am.
don't know if you missed your shout. I don't know if you missed your shout. But that means you don't have to wear that guilt. Because he paid the price. I am free. I am free. I am free. a song for people who've been delivered. It's clearly a song for people who have dealt with something and didn't think they would ever get out of it. That is clearly something for people who have been bound and didn't know if they would ever see freedom and see liberation from things that held them back. But, oh God, this morning, if God freed you, you ought to be shouting right now. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Been washed and I am clean, Jesus. I am free. You ought to declare it. I know what it is. I am free. I'm free. I am free. I am free. I am free, just in case you didn't know it. I am free. <laughs> I am free. I am free. One more time. I am free. Everybody, everybody. I am free. Hallelujah. Yes, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, I'm free. 
no longer bound no more chains holding me my soul is resting it's just a blessing praise the lord hallelujah i'm free i'm free that ought to be somebody's testimony this morning I am free. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm free. I'm free. No longer bound. No longer bound. No more chains. No more chains. Hold me. My, 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 my soul is resting. It's just a blessing. It's just a blessing. Anybody got to praise this morning? Praise. Praise the Lord. You mean it? I'm free. I'm free. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm free. No, no longer bound. No more chains. No more chains holding me. My, 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 my soul is resting. It's just a blessing. Shout, you ought to praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't know what you came to do, but I come to praise. Praise the Lord. He's good. He's worthy. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the oh, Lord. Praise. praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Yeah. Some of y'all looking at me funny right now. I don't care how. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free to worship him. I'm, I'm free to praise him. I'm free to give him glory. I'm free to shout if I want to. I'm, I'm free to glorify the Lord. I'm free. I'm free. Never can't stop me. I'm free. He can't have this praise. I'm free. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Romans chapter 8. I'm free. Free. Romans chapter 8. Free. Verses 1 and 2. Romans 8, 1 and 2. I'm free. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus to walk not after the flesh but after the spirit for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I feel like preaching this morning. Free. Free.
free words to live by this is the third word in our series free we we as a nation we celebrate and we rally around the word free and the word freedom we sing about the land of the free the home of the brave we boast of being a free society free to practice religion free freedom of the press freedom of speech in a few days we will have what we call an open and free election an election of the people for the people by the people and while these freedoms that we enjoy are critical threads in the fabric of American idealism, they are but finite expressions of what freedom really is and what freedom really provides. We must ever be mindful that freedom in its fullness is never found in our constitutions, in our conventions, or our countries. But freedom is found in Christ. I heard the master say, those whom the son make free are free indeed. And it's that indeed part that so many of us have not experienced. Free indeed, that means free completely, free fully, free totally, free absolutely, free free from everything that holds you hostage because some of our greatest struggles my brothers and sisters are not political but they are personal wish I had a witness in here yes yes I want to live in a free nation but I also need a freed nature Yes, give me laws that protect my social freedoms, but I need the Lord who provides for me spiritual freedom. Because spiritual freedom will impact personal freedom. Spiritual freedom will impact financial freedom. Spiritual freedom will impact emotional freedom. Spiritual freedom will impact relational freedom. And it is the Son who makes us free indeed. Free indeed from anything that has you bound. Free indeed from everything that troubles, tricks, and calls you tribulation. Free indeed, free from everything that has you in prison. Free from the prison of your past. Free from the prison of your pain. Free from the prison even of your personality. Free indeed from the prison of your thoughts, the prison of your desires. Free from the prison of your doubts, your negative self-image, your stress, your anxiety, your depression. Free from your securities free from your insecurities free from your fears free from the questions that keep you from moving forward free from the concerns that keep you from trying free from the worries that cause you to quit believing free from everything that holds you down and keeps you down and keeps you from being all that God called and created you to be those whom the son make free are free indeed indeed Indeed, truly free, completely free, absolutely free in every area 
of your life. Free in this and free in that. Those whom the Son make free are free indeed. Being free indeed means that I have freedom in all aspects of my life, not just freedom of speech, but the freedom to speak with love, the freedom to speak with power and in the way that is God-honoring, not just freedom to practice my religion, but the freedom to serve God with all of my heart and to love my neighbor as myself, not just freedom of the press, but the freedom to press, press into my future, press into my destiny, press the, my way into closed doors, press my way through glass ceilings, press my way past the no of man into the yes of God. Free. Freedom is so much bigger and so much greater than national anthems, pledges, and parades. My brothers and my sisters, humanity. Humanity suffers not because democracy isn't the ruling form of government around the world. Humanity suffers most because the souls of people have not been set free. Hear me, every sinful condition and every sinful reality in this world that you can name is the result of a human soul being imprisoned. Every sinful condition and every sinful reality that you can name is the result of an imprisoned soul. People are impoverished around the world, not because there's a lack of resources, but because some souls have locked themselves into a prison of greed. It's a soul condition. Human trafficking exists because some live in the prison of lustful desires. It's a soul condition. Children are exploited because of the vileness and the violence of a soul in prison in pride and power. Racism exists today because of misguided souls in prison in the lies of supremacy and superiority. And you don't have enough bombs to free the human soul from bigotry. Doctors don't have enough prescriptions to free the human soul from prejudice. Politicians can't write the legislation that frees the human soul from intolerance or misogyny. There are ills that require the human spirit to be set free indeed that only comes through Christ. If you don't know how to love your brother or your sister regardless of their color, you are not free indeed. If you can't accept election results without tearing up the Capitol building, you're not free indeed. If you can take money from hungry children and families and build volleyball facilities and be okay with that, you are not free indeed. Because being free indeed means that you are not ruled by the passions of your flesh. 
Being free indeed means that you cannot be bought with money or influenced by political power. Being free indeed means that you are governed by God. You are led by his spirit and you are directed by his word. Those whom the son make free are free indeed. It means that no other power on earth or anywhere else can control you because you're free indeed. Do you know it's a good feeling to be free? Let me tell you, if, if, if you don't know about freedom, you ought to try it sometime. It's good. Watch this, y'all. The Bible even says this. It's good not to owe anybody anything. That's the reason the world's in trouble right now because everybody owes somebody something. You, you did this for me and now I feel like I got to do this for you and I'm beholden to you and somebody can hold something over your head if you don't come through for them. The devil is a lie. You ought to try being free sometime. And you can be free if you are not subject to the dictates of the flesh. My prayer for every believer here this morning that you live in the freedom that Jesus Christ has given to you. That you do not accept or believe the big lie that the devil keeps telling you. That somehow what the Lord provided isn't good enough. That somehow what God has provided isn't all there. That's the same lie that he told Eve in the Garden of Eden. But hear me today, the freedom that you have in Jesus Christ is enough. It's enough for you to be holy. It's enough for you to live in victory. It's enough for you to experience life and that more abundantly. And that's what Paul is talking about in this text. Listen to him. He says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Three things. Three things and I'm done. I want to share with you today that I pray you will guard with and in your hearts. As a believer, you are free. You are free from, you are free to, and you are free in. From, to, and in. You are free from, you are free to, and you are free in. Number one, you are free from sin and its power and penalty. You are free as a believer from sin and its power and its penalty. Book of Romans is what you might call the Magna Carta of the Christian faith. In many ways, it is the bedrock of Christian theology and doctrine. Paul carefully explains what it means to be a Christian saved by grace. He explains what it means to live in and walk by the Spirit. He explains what it means to be alive in Christ and dead to sin. Paul, in this letter, introduces the gospel in its essence and practical, fundamental expression. And a major theme in this letter has to do with sin and grace. He explains in chapter 5 that one man, by one man, sin entered into the world. And all the world was affected and infected with sin because of the sin of one man but by another man justification came by grace 
Yeah, 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 yeah. By another man, by another man. Yeah. By, by Adam came sin, but by Jesus came grace. By, by Adam came death, but by Jesus came life. By, by Adam came bondage, but by Jesus came freedom. By Adam came a sentence, but by Jesus came my salvation. Chapter 6 then begins with the question, shall we continue to sin that grace may abound? In other words, do we stay in sin? Do we keep on sinning because we know of God's grace? Do we keep on sinning because we know that the Lord is gracious to forgive? Do we remain in sin because he's a gracious God? Verse 2 says, God forbid. Paul says, no, don't live in sin because of his grace. Rather, live in freedom. Watch this. Don't live bound up. By sin because of grace, live in freedom from sin because of grace. Did you get it? Don't, don't live bound up by sin because of grace. Live in freedom from sin because of grace. This is where the devil tricks you into believing that if God's grace is so good, then why do you have to be? That's what he'll put before you. If God's grace is so good, why you got to be so good? See how some of y'all are thinking right now? Yeah, that's a good question. Never thought about that, Reverend. If God's grace is so good, why do you have to be? No, it's because God's grace is so good that I can be. Y'all missed it. It's because his grace is so good that I can be good, I can be holy, I can be righteous, I can have pure thoughts, I can hold my tongue, I can control my desires, I can be free from my flesh. Paul said it like this in verse 6, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin as a believer then we believe that Jesus has freed us from the power of sin. Freed us from the power of sin. Now, what does that mean? I'm glad you asked. Because it doesn't mean that any of us right now live in complete perfection. Does not mean that. It does not mean that you or I live a sin-free life. But here's what it means. That the penalty of sin has been removed while the power of sin is being destroyed. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. Here's what it means. It means the penalty of sin has been removed while the power of sin is being destroyed. Ah, that ought to bless somebody right there. See, he, he, here's, here's why some of y'all didn't shout, because you didn't realize, you didn't realize how good that was. You didn't realize what a great deal you got. <laughs> you got a great deal. Can I show it to you? You got a great deal, because here's what you know. That, that, that any time you get paid on the job, you have to first do some work. 
before you get your check, they got to check and make sure you did your work. Before there's any reward, there has to be some labor. But look at what God did. He took the penalty away before you even got finished. He said, that's all right. I'm going to finish this work because I'm going to complete what I've already started. My God, my God. He said, that's all right. I'm going to give this to you on credit because I know what I'm doing in you. I know what I'm performing through you. And when I finish this, you're going to be better than you started. I'm going to give. Oh, good God Almighty. He took away the penalty while yet destroying the power. The power is being destroyed while the penalty has already been erased. That's a good deal. Any day, that's a good deal. The, 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 Lord, the Lord took care of it on the front end while he was, th think about that. If you, if you went anywhere else and said, pay me up front and just believe that I'm going to do the work. You wouldn't get very far. Just believe that it's going to come. But look at what God did. He said, that's all right. I'm going to take away the penalty because I know what I'm going to do in your life. I know that you will come forth as pure gold. That's why he ends chapter 6 by saying the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. We deserve death because of sin. But he said, that's all right. I'm going to erase the penalty because I'm working the power away. I'm wrestling the power of sin in your life away. That's why Paul talks about mortifying the deeds of the flesh in Romans 8. In 1 Corinthians 15 and 13, he says, I die daily. In other words, every day the power of sin gets weaker and weaker and weaker. And every day my inner man gets stronger and stronger and stronger. So that the things I want to do, I actually end up doing them more often things that I don't want to do come on and talk to me in here see here's the truth y'all here's the truth here's the truth and Paul said it before I did none of us is there yet all of us struggle with sin he said the things I don't want to do I find myself doing the things I want to do those things I do not do he says there's a war an internal struggle happening inside of me between my flesh and my spirit is there anybody here that can relate to that my flesh wants to do this my spirit saying you know you ought not do that said, but every day when I crucify my flesh, every day I die daily, a little bit more of that power of sin is weakening in me so that I can live by the Spirit of God. The power of sin is being destroyed. Let me go a little bit deeper. Because here's what we so often miss. The power of sin 
not only makes you commit sin, but the power of sin imprisons you, imprisons us to a life of lesser expectations and lower realities. Let me help somebody. It is the power of sin that makes you think less of yourself. It is the power of sin that allows you to live lower than your expected end and accept what's beneath you. See, the power of sin is not just causing you to sin. The power of sin is allowing you to live in lesser than. Lesser than who God created you to be is the power of sin that makes you feel inadequate and insecure in who you are and who God created you to be. It is the power of sin that allows you to live in fear rather than to walk by faith. It is the power of sin that allows you to doubt the promises of God. It is the power of sin that causes you to settle for less than what God has purposed and planned in your life. It is the power of sin. It doesn't just make you commit sin, but causes the effects of sin to interrupt God's best for your life. But as a believer, I am free. Free from worry. Free from negative self-image. Free from insecurity. Free from doubt. Free from fear. Free from everything that the devil uses to keep me from pressing into who God has called me to be. I'm free! So I'm free from the power and the penalty of sin. Two, free to stand and to serve. Free to stand and to serve. Says there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. If you gonna first walk, you first have to stand. You can't walk sitting down. You are free to stand. Stand. Paul writes this, y'all, because Paul is dealing with his own past. Remember, before he is a preacher, Paul, he is a murderer, Saul. And some folk would not let him forget of his murderous past. Be clear, this was no light thing. Paul was the terrorist of his day. And he wore that moniker proudly. When Saul went into town, people feared him. And because he was the one who was going to get Christians killed. In fact, when he was converted, he was on his way to kill some more Christians. He is arrested on that Damascus road by Jesus who shines a light from heaven. Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Before he is Paul the preacher, he is Saul the persecutor. And even though he is walking in the newness of who he is, there are others who can't forget who he was. He's walking in the newness of who he is, but there are others who forever remember who he was. 
Paul has the right to them as well as to himself. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. I believe that when Paul writes that, it is freeing for himself, for he is freeing himself from the guilt, freeing himself from the past, freeing himself from the pain and the failure and everything that he did that was wrong, that he was already sorry about, but yet that thing was still on him. Have you ever been sorry and still felt bad? Have you ever apologized to somebody and still felt like, how did I do that? How did I mess up like that? How did I let it come to this? Paul says, if God has forgiven me, then I'm free to walk, to stand in the newness of who I am. And even if you can't forget it, because God has, so have I. Free to stand. Galatians 5 and 1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Stand in who you are. Stand in who you are becoming. Stand firm knowing that he who has begun a good work in you shall complete it. Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm. Thirdly, and I'm through. We are free. Free from. We are free to. And we are free in the Son. We are free in the Son. We're free to stand and we're free to serve. That's what Paul says. Listen, he says, by his grace, I talked about this a few Sundays ago. He says, I am what I am. I can't explain it. I just am. How you get to be saved? I just am. How you get to become a preacher? He called me, I accepted it, and I am. And I will stand and I will serve. Because I'm free in the Son. Hear the scriptures and I'm through. I want you to go to John 8 and I'm through. I'm through. I promise. John 8. Here it is. Jesus has this conversation with some Jews who have come to believe in Jesus. Okay? And, and look at what happens. He says, Then said Jesus to those Jews who believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. There's that word indeed again. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committed sin is a servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. <laughs> Again, he's talking to Jews who have come to believe in him. They are on the path to discipleship. And he says to them, if you keep on following in my word, you will really, indeed, be my disciples. Right? You, you really will. He, and, and I believe he says it because 
he, he needs to make a distinction that there are some disciples who say they're following him. But then there are other disciples who are really following him. Indeed. Y'all talk about you love me. But then there's some folk who really love me. Indeed. I wish y'all would talk to me here. That, he, he says, he says you, 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 you call my name, but there are others who, who, who call my name for real. Indeed. Do I have a witness in here? He said, so, so if you want to really be my disciple, not just one who claims me, if you really want to be my disciple, then continue in my word and my word will set you free. Because my word is truth and the truth shall make you free. Now, interestingly, it's when Jesus uses this word free that the objection arises. They say, watch this, we are Abraham's seed. What you talking about? Free. Don't you know who we are? Do, do you not understand, watch this, our bloodline? Do you not understand our lineage? Do you not know our historical genealogy? They are ascribing then to their ancestry. They are relying on their religious genealogy to say that they are already free. We are the children of Abraham. We are the chosen Jews. We are the original tribe. How can you say to us that you'll make us free when we're already? You must don't know who we are. Our direct kingship to the king makes us free. Keep thinking because you've heard this rhetoric recently. We're already free. And Jesus responds to them saying, listen, if you commit one sin, you are bound by your sin. But whoever the son makes free is free for real. In other words, all he's saying is this. You cannot rely on your religious lineage. You cannot lift up your genealogical bloodline. You can practice all of the religious traditions that you want. You can keep the Sabbath. You can refrain from certain foods. You can wear certain fabrics. You can do everything that's in the law, but none of that will make you free indeed. Free indeed is a result of knowing Jesus. Free indeed is a result of, of relying upon the finished work of Christ at Calvary. Free indeed is the result of confessing with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believing in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Free indeed is the result of believing that by his stripes I am healed. Free indeed. Free indeed. Free indeed comes from knowing that in him and through him, through faith in him, that we may approach God with freedom and confidence. So says Paul in Ephesians 3 and 12. Those whom the Son makes free are free indeed. Free indeed. Free indeed. Proud of who we are, but I'm free indeed in Christ. Proud of 
your heritage, whatever it is. But I'm free indeed by Christ. And because I'm free indeed by Christ, I don't put my heritage before my hope. I don't put my race before my religion. Because I'm free in Christ, I don't put my race before my relationship with my brothers and my sisters. Because I'm free. Indeed, not bound by culture, not bound by politics, I'm not bound by traditions of the past, but I can praise the Lord because in Christ I'm free. My prayer for you this morning, beloved, is that you live in the freedom that Jesus provides. Whatever has caused pain, problem, whatever has had you stuck in your past, whatever parts of your personality you still struggle with, Jesus says, I've come that you you, 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 you might have life and that more abundantly. And those whom the Son make free are free indeed. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you and give you his peace. Hallelujah. Somebody received that this morning. And I believe there's somebody who received that for the very first time. So do me a favor. Everyone in here, won't you stand to your feet right now? Because if they're going to walk, they first have to stand. And right now, this morning, I'm giving those of you who have heard for the first time or who have responded for the first time, simply saying yes to Jesus Christ, the opportunity to not only stand in faith, but to walk by faith. If you're here this morning, you're ready to make Jesus Christ Lord of your life, first of all, pray this prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I open my heart to you. Jesus, save me. Jesus, make me a new creature. I accept that you are the Son of God. I believe you died on a cross and I'm sure that you rose again from the dead. And today, by faith, I claim you as my King. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, listen, you're already standing by faith. Come on now and walk by faith and meet us here. If salvation is yours, let us celebrate that with you. Wherever you are, whoever you are, come right now. The doors of the church are open. I'm free. Praise the Lord, I'm free. No longer bound. Hallelujah. No more chains. No more chains. Holding me. 
Our soul is resting. Hallelujah. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. It's just a blessing. It's just a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm free. Now listen, if you've already given your life to Christ but you don't have a church home, I don't believe it's by coincidence. I don't believe it's by happenstance that the Lord led you here this morning. I don't believe in luck and, and just the draw of the straw and you know, all that. No, God by his spirit made sure you were at this place on this day at this time for this word. If you're here this morning and you're ready to make Cade Chapel your church home, you need some brothers and sisters to help you live out your faith, you need a pastor to call your own, let this be your moment, let this be your day. You're free to come right now. The doors of the church are open. Come now. Meet us here. Meet us here. Meet us here. Wherever you are. I'm free. No longer bound. Hallelujah. No more chains holding me. My soul, my soul. It's just a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm. Come on, one more time. I'm free. You're free to come right now. Come right now. The doors of the church are open. Come on, come on. Decide right now. Decide today, right now. No more chains. No more chains. The devil's had his last chance. I'm getting, I'm going right now. My soul, it's just a blessing. It's just, oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Preachers, pastors, come here. If you're here this morning and you're in need of prayer, our ministers, our pastors are coming here. Coming here on the right. And you still have time to come. If you want to come and join the church, you go to my left, your right. If you're in need of prayer, prayer for your house, prayer for your home, prayer for you personally, prayer for your loved ones, prayer professionally, whatever area in your life where you need the power of God to manifest, we want you to come now. Let us pray with you. Let us stand and, and join hands with you, believing God for you, believing God with you that God is hearing and answering prayer. Somebody needs to know this morning, God is still a prayer hearing God. God still heals. God still restores. There's nothing that God can't fix. I need somebody to believe that this morning. There's nothing that God can't fix. There's nothing that God can't handle. You ought to give it over to the Lord and let him work it out. I, I need somebody to give it over to the Lord and let him. You've been trying to work it out. Come now and pray with us. Let the Lord work it out. You're free to come. My soul, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free. You're free to pray with us now. I'm free. I'm free. Praise the Lord. No longer bound. No more chains. My soul. It's just. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
Thank you, O oh God, for freeing us by your Son and through your Spirit. We thank you, God, that you erased the penalty of sin as you are yet destroying the power of sin. Thank you that we have the freedom to walk in the newness of life. The freedom to press into our future of who you've called us to be. The freedom to stand in the newness and serve you with, with vigor and with zeal and with energy. Knowing God that as we give our all to you that it will be a sweet smelling savor in your nostrils, oh God. We thank you, Lord. We pray now that as we go from this place, that in fact the freedom that we have in Christ will be demonstrated in our thoughts, in our words, in our actions, in our deeds. In Jesus' name. And now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace. Hallelujah.